passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You're listening to Orange and Blue Blood. Hosted by EJ Stewart and Tommy Beard. Let's get to it, New York. Uh, again, let's go down to I-95 because uh, there could be a meltdown in Philadelphia right around the corner. So Sixers All-Star guard James Harden blasted down Maury during Adidas promotional tour in China, calling the Sixers president, quote, a liar and saying that he will never be part of an organization that Dow Morey is a part of. It came after the Sixers reportedly decided not to trade James Harden this season, despite the former MVP's uh, trade request this summer. The mess with Harden has all eyes on Joel Embiid. The Sixers center removed any mention of Philadelphia and Sixers references from his social media pages. And now ESPN's Adrian Wardenowski says Philly is concerned about how Uh, The situation with Harden could impact Embiid um, and his future. He said, quote, this is certainly a situation for Philadelphia that they don't want to domino into Joel Embiid's future. The clock is always ticking on what it means for your best player. And that clock is ticking now for the Sixers and Joel Embiid. So uh, very different than some of the words we're hearing after Joel Embiid's kind of damage control during that uh, post, the interview with Maverick Carter, when he said, I want to win a championship in Philadelphia or anywhere else. Then he said, oh, I want to retire a sixer and all this stuff. Now you have uh, Wojnowski saying, quote, the clock is always ticking on what it means for your best player. And that clock is ticking now for the Sixers and Joel Embiid, all because of James Harden. So uh, do you think this James Harden situation could impact Embiid's future in Philadelphia? Yeah. I mean, listen, I think we have to – it is certainly a uh, an outcome where it doesn't, where, you know, somehow Harden and, uh, and, and Maury – Bury the, you know, the, the piece, at least for a year. Hard, again, there's a couple things here with the Harden situation. Um, it's wild to me that he called his boss a liar and then said, let me say it again. I'm, <laughs> I'm you know, like, he said it twice, bro. He said, I'm yeah. never going to work for him. You know, like he just, there's, you know, like there's, there's subtle stuff like, you know, Joel Embiid kind of scrubbing his, the social media you know, he removed processing from for those that that, that hadn't heard. Um, he removed processing from his Twitter bio. He removed the city of Philadelphia from his location. So like that kind of, um, you know, a passive aggressive type of, uh, you know, behind the scenes, quiet stuff. And then you have going in front of a bunch of people and saying, this man is a liar. I'll never work for him again. I don't I don't know how <laughs> they come back from that. Um, this is the NBA. So we've seen crazier things happen. Um but a couple things to note on that end. There is a little-known clause in the CBA 
um, that specifically impacts players that are year removed from free agency, of which Harden is obviously a member because he opted into the final year of his contract. Yes. If he does, if he does not report to his team, uh, the CBA clause uh, refers to it as withholding his services. So if he does not show up for camp, if he does not show up for preseason games, does not show up for the regular season for a 30 day span, he is not eligible to become a free agent. The Sixers hold on to his rights uh, for another full NBA season. Um, which would obviously prevent Harden from who doesn't have many years left of the back end right. of his prime uh, from from signing with another team uh, for getting traded. You know, so there are all these. It, it may seem like oh, Harden's going to you know play the hard guy. We we heard, we saw Ramona Shelbourne on ESPN say the other day that this is just the beginning. He's yeah. going to make it really uncomfortable. Uh, you know, I, I don't I don't know how else what how much worse he can get um, <laughs> other than you know insulting Rocky and and uh, and cheesesteaks in Philadelphia. Um, you know, so yeah, it, show, it, show show up to the game in a Dallas Cowboy jersey. Right, sure, that'll, that'll go over very well. Right, right. A Des Bryant or a Dak Prescott jersey or something like that. Um, I, I just you know I, I don't know how much worse he can make things, but um, listen, from a Knicks perspective, we're obviously keeping an eye on the Embiid possibility. And um, it, it, it can only, you would think, can only decrease the, de- decrease the chances of Joel Embiid retiring a Sixer or staying a Sixer. Um, again, Maury and the, and, and the Sixers front office viewpoint, I'm sure, is let's just get through the season. Let's get through this year. We were really close to, you know, we were, you know, uh, a, a, a terrible game six away from advancing to the NBA finals, um, yeah. you know, so uh, or, or at least uh, the East Conference, East Conference yeah. finals um, against the, you know, relatively beatable Heat team. So we're, we're close. We were there, you know, a couple breaks fall our way. Um, you know, we can compete. And then next season, Harris comes off the book. Uh, PJ Tucker's contract comes off the books. Obviously, Harden's contract would come off the books. We rebuild around Maxi and Embiid, sign another max level free agent, bring another stud in, you know, whoever Embiid wants to play with, et cetera. So let's just get through this year. Question is, does Embiid want to waste a year dealing with right. this circus, this nonsense? Um, so that's the thing from, and I'll admit EJ today was the first day. Like I, I, you know, I kind of was looking at it and I saw like some stupid trade on one of those dumb aggregator Twitter handles was like, you know, Grimes and IQ and RJ and four first round picks for Embiid. Do you do it? You know, like, I mean, you know, like I've, we've both said it's going to take like more than you would think it's going to cost them the the entire farm, but you have to, you can't four starters and four first round, you know, you have to draw the line somewhere. And it just, (laughs) it was the first time I started thinking like, man, I, I'd love Embiid. You got to do it, but like, what if he gets hurt? There's an injury history. I know. There. <laughs> I'm, I'm cool with trading the picks, but do I want to trade all the young guys as well? Um, so there, there's, but so that that's just kind of where my head was at, and just to, in a roundabout way to answer your question, like I think we have to start looking, you know, keeping an eye out for the eventual. Uh, Shams tweet, Woj tweet, where Joel Embiid has, uh, you know, has has approached Sixers management and requested a deal. Is it likely to happen? Yeah. No. Um, but listen, is it more than ten percent? More than twenty percent at, at this stage of the game? Um, I, I wouldn't be shocked. Yeah, this Philly situation is very fascinating, and the Knicks and Knicks fans have to pay attention. I mean, yeah. we have to because everything we're being told is that Joel Embiid. Um, is keeping an eye on New York and it's something that he has thought about and that he's been linked to this team over and over again because of his connections to Leon Rose. And I think that for Philadelphia and Josh Harris, it's time for him to be a real NBA owner. And 
it's very easy to just, you know, take pictures with Meek Mill and take pictures with Allen Iverson and just, you know, kind of be all about being Mr. Philly. But this is where ownership really has to step in and essentially save the franchise. Because I think the Sixers are looking down the barrel of, of, of an absolute disaster, like a, a complete disaster. And it's going to be up to real leadership. Because I'll be honest, I don't think they're getting it from Daryl Morey right now. It's going to take real leadership to find a way to fig- figure out this mess. And maybe that means moving on from Daryl Morey at this point, because if you have a situation where players don't trust the front office and James Harden say whatever you want about him is, it seems to be liked by his teammates. I mean, you know, PJ Tucker, of course, the guy who came over because James Harden took a bunch of money less uh, said, look, I'm riding with my dog. Like he said, I'm not, I don't switch sides. So I don't know how much longer he has in Philadelphia considering he's, coming out saying that I'm supporting the guy who said that my boss is a liar and that he's not going to play for us again. Uh, and then you got the Joel and B pass on aggressive. I mean, he's the, he's the franchise player like Daryl Morey. And I, I thought it I thought the hubris of even his stance last week that, and of course this wasn't, you know, statements on the record. It was sources, whatever, but that, Oh, you know, we're going to just bring James back and, 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 and convince him that, you know, we, we're a championship caliber team. I, I thought that that was ridiculous. Like, I think like, you're dealing with a person who is completely unwilling to, or rather, rather willing to get as messy and as, uh, and as, as, as just gross and as combative as possible to get his way. We've seen this now multiple times in his career. The thought that he could tell him, okay, we're going to try to trade you. And that's beyond whatever, behind the scenes deal he may have already promised him last year when he accepted the less money to get PJ Tucker in that you think that you could tell him okay we'll trade you and then say oh you know what never mind I didn't get the value I wanted so therefore I'm going to keep you here and you're going to play with us and think that that was going to go smoothly it was a, a terrible mistake and I think it speaks to Darren Moore's mindset as a front office member because I think he made the same mistake with the Ben Simmons thing. I mean, but he was so hell bent on getting a superstar, quote unquote, and getting a guy who was gonna make the Sixers better, which is apparently what he's saying now with James Harden that I'm not gonna trade him unless I get a better player. What the hell does that even mean? He passed up on the possibility of having a Darren Fox. He passed up on the opportunity of having a Tyrese Halliburton. Like he couldn't see the forest through the trees of just trying to build this, you know, this uh this analytic darling superstar driven team that he actually missed the boat on building a better Sixers team, a team that he had would have had a better chance of going to the, to the playoffs, going uh, deep into the postseason because he was so bent on getting the quote unquote star player, the better player than Ben Simmons. And he's going to try to do the same thing with Harden, but there's a difference. Harden is 34 years old. Harden is a guy that's coming off all these injuries. He is not in the same boat as Ben Simmons. Crazy as that sounds, a guy who was a young player who was, we thought was ascending like, this is a whole different situation. So the idea that this is their mindset, they're saying, oh, well, we're not going to do anything, and we're going to just sit and wait this thing out. Like, Josh Harris has to do something. Like, if he thinks he can sit here and just let this thing fall apart, that's what it's going to happen. It's going to completely crumble, and eventually we're going to see that that Woj, that Shan's uh, tweet, Joel Embiid has requested a trade. He's His preference is to go to the New York Knicks. Like, I, I think that that is – 100% the reality of Josh Harris is to step in immediately and start showing some leadership.
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I can't disagree with you because um, there needs to be an adult in the room right now. And, and as somebody said, like the Sixers approach of, of getting into a I don't give a F contest with James Harden is a dangerous game to play because yeah. we, we have seen him win that game over and over again. He does not. He's never lost. He's like, he's, he's, he's LeVar Ball. He's undefeated and never lost. He's won every single one. OKC. He's won in uh, Houston. One in Brooklyn. You think he's going to lose this one? He's not. And he, and, 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 that, and especially the way that, that the game is played in the, in the NBA and the and player empowerment, et cetera. Um, it is a, a nasty situation. And I don't see it getting any better without someone, like you said, stepping in and saying, okay, here's the, here's the outcomes, you know, James, you're not going to waste a year. You're not going to sit out an entire year and then have to beg us to trade you again or try to force us to right. trade you again. Yeah. Um, 12 months from now, that doesn't work for you. Daryl, um, you know, listen, I understand, you know, you've dug in and you've, you've made the statements you made, but is it the best outcome scenario? The issue of course now is that the Clippers, if they were willing to give up 30 cents in the dollar, uh, you know, three days ago, right. they'll give up seven cents in the dollar, you know, right. because you know, so, but maybe but, uh, and that's why this, that's why this strategy was so stupid by Daryl Morey because it, it, it and you, you continue to kneecap your leverage by being so forceful. And, and 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 not being open to potentially making a move here because James Harden is going to force you to make a move. And then once you have to make that move, you're not going to get anything that you want. And if it becomes a situation where you get him, you give him away essentially nothing. That's when Joel Embiid says, all right, yes. what's going on here? You know, like if you were at the opportunity, we'd say, you know what, we'll just take man and a pick and right. we'll try to just figure this thing out. Maybe we'll make another, another trade with man to get another guy who's a, a kind of a close to a star player. And we'll try to like, you, you, this doesn't look like you have a plan. Doesn't look like it looks like you're just saying I'm in a fight and I'm gonna uh, fight till I win or die. That that seems that seems to be kind of the strategy. And if you're running a multi-billion dollar organization, it's an extremely foolish way to run your business. A hundred percent. And uh, you know, again, these teams that that take the that take these chances on guys like Harden and Kyrie Irving, we see it again and again, enticed by the talent, but don't realize. Like, look at the guy's track record. How has this worked out? So, if you want to get rid of Ben Simmons for Harden, I guess you know it's what's amazing yeah. is Ben Simmons is probably the worst contract in the league. Um, you know, making eighty million dollars, I think, over the next two seasons. Um, the only thing that would make this worse for Philly is if Embiid actually shows up in camp in shape. And starts playing at a decent level and contributes to the the Nets. Then the Sixers fans, oh yeah, Simmons, yeah, like a riot, you know. Yes, yeah, that would be that would be the ultimate ultimate nightmare. So, yes. well, we'll see how this whole situation plays out. I think mean, the Knicks are paying close attention. Um, I don't think this is going to end up well because I don't think that we've seen that kind of leadership from Josh Harris to make the difficult decisions and do to really sit down everybody and be the adult in the room. I think that's been an ownership that's been very cosmetic quite frankly in how they've kind of presented the organization and they've had star coaches star players again they brought they kind of embraced the philadelphia celebrities all that and still 
the result has always been the same second round exit and and the fact that there hasn't really been that real leadership uh i, I think it's been a major problem i think it's why this is going to continue to be a mess so we'll continue to follow that story uh, i'm sure dame lillard is probably wonderfully pleased that this has happened because it's kind of taking a lot of heat off of him no pun intended he actually wants to be on it, you know, literally but uh, but uh but yeah we'll continue to follow that story as it continues